0: Welcome precious one. The message you are about to listen to will bless and enlighten you and we're delighted about this. Ministering is Reverend Elijah, Pastor of Christ Glory Ministries. Stay tuned and God bless you. Looking at framing your world, Amen. Hallelujah. And we have seen a lot so far. Amen. And we want to by the grace of God be able to round it up today. Hallelujah. Among the things that we have discovered and learned from the series we've been on is that creation, right? Real creation is actually done in your spirit. And your words, okay, transform your imagination into reality hallelujah your words have the power to transform your imagination into reality glory to god everything has a creation or a gestation cycle i follow you. so the same way before you were born your body was made in your mother's womb It went through a gestation period. The period where the bones, the blood, the organs and everything was formed. I hear what I'm saying. Life is such that everything follows that particular trend. And that is the reason why patience becomes one of the important things in walking with God. And even in the fruit of the Spirit. Can we have Galatians 5 verse 22 projected? Glory to God. Alright, so we say that the, by the fruit of the spirits say thank you, Jesus. It says, by the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, gentleness, goodness, faith. Continue, give us the two. Right, so it says, love, joy, peace, long suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. Praise God. Now, the, can you give us a different translation? Okay, which one is this? Okay, the whole man Good. about food. So, what I want you to see is patience. Amen. In the King James, it's, it's called long-suffering. Amen. But because it's an old English term, it doesn't relate much to people. It's actually patience. Praise God. So, the fruit of the Spirit. In other words, these are the traits of God. So even god knows how to be patient i hear what i'm saying even god knows how to be patient but he has the ability to do everything instantly but he has not to, to be patient so jesus christ dies he doesn't come back after one hour because he could have died and then we buried him for two hours and then he's back Say so we don't have time to waste no three days i followed and that three days people have argued and debated that, oh, it's not, it can't be Friday, it has to be Wednesday or Thursday, and so many arguments, because they believe that it was literal three days and three nights. But I will teach on that another time. Because when you, you see, when you want to interpret scripture, you need to be um, learned and be able to appreciate the kind of people who spoke what their language means what their hebraisms mean amen for example in ghana or in, in akan there are languages or statements or things that don't if you translate them literally you will miss out on what the people are saying are you getting me? and there are things and problems that can be a tree that when you translate them literally you miss out you think that that's what they mean but that's what they mean they mean something else because it's a it's an account, you know glory glory to god in the same way christianity the foundation of christianity and the foundation of judaism they are not western in origin or western in nature christianity has its origins in an eastern religion so our practices are not western they are originally eastern Middle Eastern. So, the westernization of Christianity makes people lose a lot. Like people believing what the, the Mel Gibson is, Jesus Christ. You see Jesus Christ, he's a fair man. He's not a white man. Jesus is not British. He's even talking about physically, his color. He's not British. He's not American white. I'm telling you, believe me. His real color is... Those are not essential, so I don't like talking about it because whether blue, black, or green, the most important thing is that it's your seed. But Jesus is not quite like you see the British or the whites or the Americans, that's not physically, speaking. that's not his family. Believe me, do we get the You see, I hear what I'm saying. And of course, he's not also dark like it. (laughs) Okay, because some people are saying, ah, we said it then, we said Blackbeard. No, I don't go into much of it. But Mel Gibson was an actor. Okay? I listen. Yes, that's not his ally. Alright. Let me pause there. Glory to God. So, when people try to westernize christianity they miss out on core facts core things about the, the actual faith glory to god now patience say patience say patience right i said that every creation or every um establishment goes through its gestation period the same way a baby is in the womb for nine months same way a plant or a seed when sown into the earth dies and then it now you know grows after a period you've got to give it time it it, grows it begins to it dies and it begins to germinate then it begins to grow and it begins to make progress i follow it that's the same way in the realm of the spirit things are birthed or things are created glory to god things are manufactured so every and anything that will Become apparent for people to enjoy or for you to be, a, you know, blessed by has to be built or developed from the spirit. That is why Jesus made a statement when he was upon the earth. He said that men ought always to pray and not to faint. Then in Mark 11 23, he said that if a person will have faith and see, they shall have what they see. Are you getting me? In other words, in the process of time, it will come to pass. Glory to God. The same way he said, if a man prays, in Mark 11, 24, he says, when you pray, believe you have received what you have asked for, and you shall receive what you have asked for. Praise the Lord. Why? Because the principles follow. Now, when imagination has gone on, and a certain creation has been established, your words transform What was just an imagination into reality? Are you getting me? Reality is probably not the right word, but physical tangibility. Your words have the ability to transform what has been in your spirit, what has been in your imagination into physical tangibility. Amen. Psalm 119 verse 89. Why is this important? Psalm 119 verse 89. Alright, look at it. It says, Oh Lord, your word is forever, it is firmly fixed in heaven. Okay, give us the King James, the popular one. But take note of the word firmly fixed. I'll come to that. He says, Forever, O Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. Thy word is what? Settled in heaven. The word settled is the word that also means to establish. So it means that. Forever his word is established in heaven. Please follow me. I'm taking you somewhere. Are you with me? His word is what? Established in heaven. It is firmly fixed like we saw in the other translation. Secure. Give me Proverbs 24 verse 3. Praise God. Are you here? You are going to be so rich. So prosperous. So successful. In everything that concerns you. When you tell people your story, they will not believe. If you tell somebody that there was a time you didn't have 500,000 in your bank account, they will not believe. If you tell somebody there was a time you didn't have five cars, they will not believe. Receive what I'm telling you. I said, receive what I'm telling you. Hmm. Praise God. Yes when I speak, receive it all. Africans are the ones, on, they want you to shout until your vein has become like a, a electric ECG wire before they know that they power in what you are saying. I hear what I'm saying. That's not where the power is. And of course, even if there's power there and there's no faith in your hearts, you will not have anything. I hear what I'm saying. You are going to be so rich and it will start this year. It will start this year. It will start this year. Every debt that you have is being cancelled. You are receiving riches to move out. Out of debt. In the name of Jesus Christ. More money than you are expecting is coming to you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Problems caused by lack of money. Or problems caused by small money. They are living your life in Jesus' name. Your hands will not beg for money. You will not struggle to feed. You will not struggle to buy good things. You will not struggle to enjoy good things. In the name of Jesus Christ, money will come to you easily. Money will come to you by free course. You will so prosper and be so rich until people begin to envy you. Until people begin to wonder how you became rich. In the name of Jesus Christ. You are going to become so prosperous, so rich in the mighty name of Jesus. You will not lack. Men are looking for you to favor you in the name of Jesus Christ. As it happened to King Ahasuerus in Esther chapter 6, verse 1, where he lost his sleep until he favored Mordecai. There are men and women who are going to lose their sleep until they favor you. There are men and women who are going to lose their sleep until they favor you. In the name of Jesus Christ, men are going to be in distress until they have favored you. People that God has assigned to be blessing to you, who are refusing to respond, who are refusing to obey, they are going to lose sleep. They are going to go into sleepless nights until they have favored you, until they have blessed you, until they have released what is yours. In the name of Jesus Christ, I speak it now. And I release the angels to begin to work on it from this month. In the name of Jesus. People that are supposed to be a blessing to you. But have refused the call of God. But have refused to be obedient to God. Wherever they are. Their sleep is taken away from them. Until they do you good. Until they do you good. Until they do you good. In the name of Jesus Christ. You will not lack. You will not beg. You are becoming richer than you expected richer than you expected it will take you by surprise and it will last it will not be just for one month it will not be just for one year it will not be only for three years it will last in your life it will last in your life it will last in your life in the name of jesus listen when i speak believe it you know the reason why sometimes some church members not all are not less by the man of God, it's not because of all of them powerful, but some of them they have become easily familiar. You know, there's a man, one of my daughters is a used USA. She always calls me, her birthday was 50, but she called me, she doesn't joke with me at all. One of the reasons, because, and this lady, she was my classmate. I've told you about her before. During the COVID, her husband lost his job. And in America, you need to have money because you got taxes to pay and they have say, about four kids you've got to pay for your kids the school the taxes rent everything the husband lost the job money was becoming a problem she called me during COVID things were so bad they were wondering how are they going to survive so I began to pray with her and then one day she called me and then I gave her a word that your husband will and do his own business, his own thing. And things are going to transform and change for him. Then that one passed. A week or so passed. And then the other time, like the following time, she called me again. And so the husband has begun this project he's working on. And he's trying to get it to work and things are going a particular way. So he's so I put on to give, up, you know, give in, respond, blah, 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 a whole lot of stuff. And I said, okay, relax. This was going to happen. What your husband is doing is going to succeed. So and so and so will happen. And I added it to it that when it succeeds, he should let you guys should establish a part, a memorial of consistently giving to the house of God or to the man of God. Establish that memorial. Because you see, what people don't realize is that in the kingdom of God, there's something called maintenance. You see, there's something called maintenance. Spiritual, everything you buy, you maintain. Don't maintain it, it gets destroyed. So I added that one to it, and then spoke to her, and then told everything. Guys, it was not more than one month. They hit over five hundred thousand dollars. The actual amount is in millions of dollars. Stop. They had never seen that kind of money before. They moved straight. If you want rich places, go to Atlanta, California, some of those areas. Praise God. They move quickly. I not bought you car. I mean, things were going on well, but they forgot what I added to it. You see what I'm saying? They forgot what I had heard So the next time we spoke again, I told her that. But things have become some way again. And I told her that. Say, you guys should establish a memorial. Let it be a pattern. I get what I'm saying. When you do that, you maintain what you see. There was a gentleman who went to Pastor Adeboe. And went to pray for you know their things were going so bad he needed a lot. You can sit down, please. Things were going haywire in his life. So when he got to was able to finally get to Pastor Deboy, Pastor Deboy didn't even pray. He said, Oh go, your problem is solved. He said, Ah, he said, Go, your problem is solved. The gentleman went out, then a friend of his called him and said it's been a long no I think they actually met through somebody else and then he said that it's been a long time I follow it it's been a long time and what is going on how are things blah 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 so on and so forth then he told him that I have this property praise God I have this property that I'm not really using it's you know a lot of bedrooms I want to just get rid of it so you know what these are the papers and the documentation, just take it, sell it. I just want so, so and so amounts. They mentioned a couple of millions. I just want this amount. Anything you want to put on it, put on it and then you are good to go. So, the man was amazed, surprised. Because now, he is going to become a millionaire probably in the next few months. Because you've been given documents. But beyond time, need dying documents, everything that's given to you. He said, I'm not using it, I'm not, just sell it, I want to get rid of it. amount, but I want this amount. And the amount he put on it was so low. It's like, you want a Honda CRV, or maybe let's say a Benz, and the price is maybe 450000 and the Benz said, oh, I just need 200000 Or I need just 150000 But this one was millions. So the guy went back to share testimony to Pastor Deboe. He went there and said, Papa, this is what has happened. Then Papa said, pay your tithes. Pay your tithes for this now. Then the man said, Oh, Papa, the money has not even happened. But I thought that you even wait for me. And then the man said, Oh, sorry, sorry. I thought you were joking. Oh, oh don't worry, don't worry. Just, just forget about it." And he smiled with him like that. And the man left. Less than two days, the man called him and said, Hey, whatever you did to me, that i carried my documents for you to go and so if you don't bring it the next 24 hours i will arrest you and put you in prison just like that he said within 24 hours if i don't get it you are a dead man the man was confused his spiritual principles the man of god told him that oh pay tight give god a tight and you see that's how many several christians are now the man of god wants my mind seriously that's why some people never last in prosperity i'm telling you forget about you know it looks changed one year two years three years sometimes they can come back to square one I heard the man sorry I I wasn't too surprised but at the same time so I pitied him money has a way of trying to corrupt your hearts or trying to infect you with pride to make you think that somebody is not after your money especially superior authorities praise God because a lot of times, people don't physically see the connection between the grace of God or the anointing of God and their physical cash. So they think that it was not involved. I hear what I'm saying. Guys an error what truly gives money? In a way that will never last, it, that will never end, that will be spiritual. It has to be spiritual power. It can be positive spiritual power or negative spiritual power. But negative spiritual power has consequences and it will, it's not for free at all. In fact, it will mess you up in the end. It will take you deeper, deeper, deeper in the end to mess you up. So, those who, like a gentleman who was running mad because after about five years, after he had done the sacrifice for the money, now, he was going mad. Why was he going mad? Because now he couldn't continue the sacrifice. Now the demands were coming higher. That's what the adversary does. The demands will not go lower to keep on getting higher. So you can start from a chicken, and you get to goat, and you get to cut cow, but now you need a baby, fresh baby, Then now you need a virgin, and you keep on going. Do you get what I'm saying? Yes. But God is the only one who can give you and all he needs from you is your faithfulness. To honor him continually as your source. Are you hearing me? To continually honor him, to honor his servants as your source. Glory to God. I read me this morning. And that is why you are going to be rich and your riches will last. You are going to be successful and your success will last. are going to prosper and your prosperity will last in the name of jesus christ your prosperity will last your success will last in the name of jesus praise god yeah something big is coming tell somebody something big is coming again tell them something big is coming glory to god so, through wisdom is an house built and by understanding it is established. And by knowledge shall the chambers be filled with all precious and pleasant riches. So, through wisdom an house is built. The word built uh, can also mean constructed, right? Or set up. Glory to God. Understanding by understanding it is established. To establish means to firmly fix, to secure. I you with me? to provide continuity, to secure it, to to, to make it stable, firmly fixed, securely fixed. So, wisdom gives you how, for example, if you are trying to, let's say a farm, you're trying to build a farm, are you getting me? Wisdom is what gives you the insight to be able to know, okay, I have to do this like this, I have to do this like this, I have to plan this, okay, I raise this, I do it like that, then you build it, are you with me? He's telling you that understanding is how you sustain, maintain, secure what you have built. Do you get it now? It is understanding that will enable what you have done, what you have gotten, what you have built to survive and to be sustained. Do you get what I'm saying? Wisdom can let you build something, but if you lack understanding, it will not be stable. It will not be established. It can fail again so he says by understanding it is established when we talk about establishment we are talking about something becoming firmly secure then he says and by knowledge shall the chambers be filled with all precious and pleasant riches. meaning through knowledge you can bring variety quality beauty to what you've already built and what established so like a marriage for example it takes wisdom to be able to choose the right person i follow it now when you have chosen the right person or chosen somebody it takes wisdom you go about the marriage you go about the house you go about so and so all these things I you with me then after that it takes understanding to establish the marriage understanding is what will cause the marriage to last 20 years 30 years 40 years that is why the woman must understand the man the man must understand the woman any marriage that lacks understanding lacks establishment because you need to understand your wife, know the kind of woman she is, the wife needs to understand the man, understand the kind of man he is, then the two can live with what? Understanding do you understand what I'm saying? it's not that there will be no mistakes or fights or whatever, no but when they understand each other they know how to live with each other one of the questions you must ask yourself is not just do you love him or do you love her one more question is can you live with her can you live with him you see it takes understanding to live with somebody then by knowledge getting more knowledge you can spice the marriage are you what I'm saying you can do what you can spice the marriage are you here so through knowledge you spice it up so we've understood that understanding produces what? establishment amen it does what? it brings what? establishment now let's go back to the scripture I mentioned earlier on psalm 119 verse 89 are you here? it says God says forever O Lord thy word is settled in heaven now the word here is what established which means that the word of God is continually in operation in heaven are you with me continually no break no bend, is continually established it is there that is how everything runs but notice that he says forever O Lord thy word is settled in heaven not on earth Not in your life. You have a responsibility of establishing the word of God in your life. Did you hear what I said? You have a responsibility to establish the word of God where in your life. Jeremiah 1. That is why God's word is there like a big basket full of many good things. But not everybody is automatically enjoying it or enjoying even aspects of it. You understand? You have to take that decision to make sure it's established in your life. Good. Let's come down to verse 9. Good. Then it says, Then the Lord put forth his hand. Let's start from end of verse 8 so we can get the, the picture well. All right. It says, But the Lord to me." Say not, I am a child. For thou shalt go to all that I shall send thee. And whatsoever I command thee, thou shalt speak. Whatsoever I command thee, you shall speak. Then he says, Be not afraid of their faces, for I am with thee to deliver thee, saith the Lord. Let's go. Verse 9. Then he says, Then the Lord put forth his hand and touched my mouth. He did what? He touched. Then he said, And the Lord said unto me, Behold, I have put my words in thy mouth. I have put my words where? I have put my words in your mouth. He said, See, I have this day set thee over the nations and over the kingdoms to root out and to pull down and to destroy and to throw down and to build and to plant. Now, God touched Jeremiah's mouth and he said, I have put my words where? In your mouth. And observe that in the verse 7, he said, Where I send you is what you, where you go and what I say to you is what you want to speak. Then he said, I have put my words in your mouth. God knows that his words are already settled in heaven. But he puts them in Jeremiah's mouth so that Jeremiah will establish his word upon the earth. Do you get that? God knows that it has to take Jeremiah to establish his word in the earth. So he puts them in Jeremiah's mouth. And he says, I have sent you over, over the nations and kingdoms to root out, to pull down, to destroy, to throw down, to build and to plant. He is going to use the power of the words that God has put in his mouth to do these things. Why isn't God doing, doing it himself? Because a man must speak it. I hear it. A man must utter it. And the same thing applies to your life. That is why it is not, do anybody have a physical Bible here? No physical Bible. I've told you to buy a physical Bible, so I told you ahead of time. Praise God. Now, it is not the written... Just give me a book. Let me demonstrate with it. Good. The power of the word of God is not in the one that you see in the house like this. Are you listening? This the, this thing, let's assume it's a Bible. They're like the ones in your house. This thing, the power is not in it in the papers. Because it's a spiritual thing. The power is activated when it moves from here into your spirit into your mouth but as it's lying down like that it does not contain the power, the power is not in the pages or in the ink the power is in the spirit behind the words I hear what I'm saying, that is why the word of God must move from the physical Bible into your heart and into your mouth please I hear what I'm saying It must move where? Into your mouth. That is where the power gets stirred to be able to be utilized, to be able to be used. Because even Satan can quote scripture. And listen to me. I said what? Even Satan can quote scripture. Some people say, oh, if the person is a false prophet, or the person is a demon, they can't mention the name of Jesus. Who told you? Even demons can mention the name of Jesus Oh, you don't know, Mark, book of Mark, all right I found found it, Mark chapter 1, let's start from verse 21, are you here? Mark 1 verse 21 are you following he says and they went into Capernaum, and straight on the sabbath day he entered into the synagogue and taught and they were astonished at his doctrine for he taught them as one that had authority and not as the scribes i don't know i'll explain to you what this means let's continue verse 23 and there was in their synagogue a man with an unclean spirit and he cried out saying let us alone what have we to do with thee thou jesus of nazareth so the demon mentioned what jesus name the demon mentioned his name and jesus said he said uh-huh, He said thou jesus said, art thou come to destroy us i know thee who thou art the holy one of god and jesus rebuked him saying hold thy peace and come up.' did you hear what i said so the demon was able to mention his name and that's the same way that satan was able to quote scriptures and he quoted accurate scriptures to jesus christ so the power is not just in the book. Anyone can take it as a book, read as text. But the power is when it gets into your spirit. You see, and it gets into your spirit through meditation, then you release it by your confession and by your communication. When you do that, as, G, as, the, as the Bible said that his word is established in heaven, now it happens in your life. Because now you begin to establish that same word where in your life. Glory to God then you will experience a consistency a consistency in your life glory to God are you here 2nd Corinthians 4 verse 13 why are we always or frequently concerned about speaking the word God himself calls himself the word John chapter 1. In the beginning was the word, the word was with God, the word was what? God. So, if we are going to experience the power of God, it will also be connected to words. As Christians, we are born-again spirits. What kind of spirits are we? We are speaking spirits god is the first speaking spirit we must also speak look at it it says second Corinthians 4 verse 13 we have the same spirit of faith according as it is written so anybody who possesses the spirit of faith what do they do he says as it is written i believed and therefore have i spoken we also believe and therefore Therefore, we do what? We therefore do what? We do what? We are silent. We do what? We speak. You see, we are not silent. We, having the same spirit of faith, according as it is written, I believed and therefore have I spoken. We also believe and therefore we speak. This is where the principle of confessing the Lord Jesus Christ comes into play. It can, salvation cannot happen without, first of all, a believing. We don't just confess it because we confess it. No, there must be believing. If there's no belief here, and there's no connection with the belief here and what is being said, there is no power. There's no power. So he says, we have the same spirit of faith. We believe, and therefore, we speak. Hallelujah. That is how we establish the word of God. You establish it in your life. You declare it. You speak it. What has the word of God declared concerning you? What does the word of God reveal concerning your health, concerning your future, concerning your finance, concerning your circumstance? When you give yourself to meditation upon it, going over it, when you give yourself to studying it, you must believe. Then from believing, it's not enough. From believing, you must step into faith. Notice that the spirit of faith here is what being mentioned. And in faith, he expects two things. Believing plus action. The action is the speaking. That is why faith always is a component of belief and action. When action is separate from faith, it is not faith. It is probably belief. That's what the Bible says. Faith without works is dead. If a person says they have faith, yet their communication is that of faithlessness, there is no faith in the first place. If a person says they have faith, but they get to a point and they cannot see that things will get better with their life. Faith is suffering at that point, at the moment. Faith is best demonstrated when you have not tangibly realized or held or seen what it is you are believing for. Glory to God. Are you here with me? So he says, what do we do? We speak. Hallelujah. We speak. And many times you will have to close your eyes. Close your eyes to what you are seeing that is not consistent with what you are expecting. So that you can speak what is in your imagination, what is in your heart concerning what you are expecting. I hear what I'm saying. You may need to close your eyes because at this point, you are seeing this thing. That's not what you want. When you close your eyes, see what it is you are expecting and speak that one. I hear me? Speak that one. The same way you make time to pray on a daily basis is the same way you must make time to speak in faith. You have moments of just declaration, talking, speaking. Not just speaking out of nothing, but speaking out of faith. I hear what I'm saying. You need to set time aside for yourself. Maybe it can be just before you sleep. Every 15 minutes before you sleep or every 15 minutes when you wake up. You sit down maybe you've written your confessions or things you want to whatever it is you, you you get them down or you want to you know flow by inspiration of the holy ghost whichever and then you make that time then you start speaking why because you are a speaking spirit are you hearing me say i'm a speaking spirit say i'm a speaking spirit i'm a speaking spirit i'm a speaking spirit let me give you this mystery as we close Somebody said, Oh, but speaking we don't all spirits speak? Speaking speak, because in the spiritual realm, I listen to me, we don't need to talk words before we communicate. I hear what I'm saying. We don't need to open mouth and communicate before we hear each other. Into na who are who bought for that now say yes, an kind of the and then you ask them all oh, what did the angels say ask them all oh, how do the angels speak? You say oh, we open this mouth? Maybe oh. I know what. Very rare, they don't need to. If a spirit walks into this place and you have an encounter with the spirit or an angel, many many times you don't have to open the mouth. It doesn't open the mouth because we speak in the spirit is telepathic. They don't need to open their mouth. On the various occasions that i have encountered different spirits none of them open their mouth but i heard them and i also spoke so in the spiritual realm majority of the time we don't need to speak i get getting me to communicate in the accosted speaking spirit, what are the words then for the words are for establishing or doing something I hear what I'm saying. Because in fact, if if you hear a spirit speaking, there's a dimension to it. That is why when God opens his mouth, it's it's two things. Either blessing or curse. Either creation or destruction. He doesn't open his mouth anyhow. If you have a raw encounter with certain spirits, you can even force it. I told you my experience when I was very young. I was even below 10 years. When a spirit inside a statue spoke to me. Physical. And for me, I was. did this. Yeah, I was young. I was wrong. I, was, I hadn't even started anything. It was a statue of Mary. People will ask you, praise god yeah so when we say speaking spirit here don't think it is just tautology. no there is a higher power are you getting me when you begin to speak your words are beginning to do something in the spiritual realm i hear what i'm saying your words are beginning to do something in the spiritual realm and it's something you must pay attention to glory to god this week set a timetable for yourself are you listening do what do what to do what to speak are listening to do what to speak as god's word is established in heaven you will also establish it in the earth in your life hallelujah are you blessed somebody You can find more inspiring, uplifting, spirit-filled sermons and teachings at Christ Boy Ministries on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and on every other podcast platforms. Help reach the lost by sharing links to the messages with your family, friends, and on your personal social platforms. God bless you.